this week coming in to remind you that your love is magic and that your self-love is freaking fire. Welcome to Cosmic Rx Radio, a podcast that gives you real-life tools of spiritual empowerment and pure hype. I'm your host and intuitive guide, Maddie Murphy. I'll be serving up your weekly energy readings, cosmic boss interviews, and astro inspiration. Are you ready to love yourself more, manifest your dream life, and own your magic? Let's jump in. This is your Cosmic Rx Radio energy report, of course. Welcome. I'm your host. I'm your high vibe hype woman. I'm your cosmic consultant, Maddie Murphy. And this is a very special episode. We are talking about the full moon in Aries today. And we're going to be having a special guest on my little sister, my original Aries influencer of what it means to be in that bad bitch energy that I love so much that I seek to embody and bring more of into my life through the Aries archetype. Like I mentioned last week, this is being pre-recorded, so I'm not going to do if astrology isn't real because I don't know what happened. Ooh, what happened in the last week? Yikes, I'm scared. <laughs> I'm really just going to focus on your moon report, giving you the emotional weather rundown, what you need to know for the week ahead, and then we're going to drop into the full moon in Aries with Gabby Murphy, aka Gurphy. To know her is to love her, is to be obsessed with her. So before I get into that, Virgo announcements, the day this podcast comes out, we are in the last few days of Cosmic Boss open enrollment, right? The doors close, 10-10. We are using Indigenous Peoples Days as a day to honor those who came before us, to do a land acknowledgement, to do a sacred ceremony, to open up the space for this container. So if you're interested, if you've been on the fence, if you feel like you want to use the next six months to step into the intuitive, heart-centered leader the world needs you to be, plus figure out something you want to launch as an offering out into the world, please come find us at the Cosmic Rx at I am Maddie Murphy. Use the link in the show notes to hold your spot. Again, DM me if you have a question. I would love to help you get clear. All right? It's what I live for. I love, I love helping people get clear and aligned. I love it. So let's talk about also the winner of the Batty Bundle. Just because it's a special pre-recorded episode doesn't mean we can't pick a winner. Because you know what? I love winning things. I love giving out gifts. I love it. I really do. So we're going to do that. And if you want to win three free months to our community, which includes amazing live group chats, connecting with people from all over the world, we have live new moon, full moon calls, we have access to an amazing group of vetted, curated healers, coaches, teachers. Um, We have a monthly moon guide for you. Then please go and leave a review on iTunes. Put your Instagram handle in the review or do it on Spotify. Send a screenshot. DM us. Okay. So Kale462, shout out to Kale462. I just, did anybody else see that study about babies eating kale in utero? really funny. Okay. Anyway, Kale says paradigm shift. When I found this podcast just over a year ago, I knew my big three and a little about Saturn, not much else. Since then, Maddie and a series of always brilliant guests have helped me dig deeper into my chart 
to figure out how it fits within this great big clock we all live in. Maddie's weekly insights have given me a deeper understanding of myself and a framework for understanding others with greater compassion. So thanks for that. I love it. Like, so thanks for that. That's what we're here to do. That was such a good Libra season review because one, I love how you shouted out my guests because without them, this is nothing, right? The guests, the people I get to have on here, the people I get to collaborate with, oh, gives me life. And then again, like astrology helps us understand ourself so much, but helps us understand others so we can lead with more compassion, more curiosity, more empathy, right? Mm, God damn, I love this work. I can't believe I get to do this. I just want. So thank you, Kale. Go ahead, leave a rating review if you like those three free months of our community, or if you're just, you know, want to support us. The ratings reviews help us so much. Or send this podcast to someone you think is a cosmic bad bitch or someone who's would benefit from this, benefit from understanding more about the cosmos, their purpose, their place in it. Okay. So Aries full moon. If you want the full, full deep dive, definitely, like I said, join our community. I write in like, I don't even know what, it's like a 45 page Google doc. And then my business partner, Audrey, makes it into this beautiful, glorious, like designy, amazing magazine that's so aesthetic AF. My Venus and Libra lives for it. I did a whole write up on the Aries full moon for you there. Um, and I'll, I'll give you a little bit of the rundown of what we need to know about it, just so we have some high level points. But just for the people who want to go deeper, for the people who want the journal prompts, the tarot card spreads, to understand exactly how it's affecting your chart, that's all there for you, boo-boo, okay? And you can share that with your friends. I love when people take the moon guide and host their own moon circle, IRL. They get their neighbors, their gal pals, the goddess gang, the coworkers together, the family, and like, hey, let's do a little manifesting. Let's do a little connecting. We love that for us. So let's talk about this astrology, the emotional moon weather report. Now this kicks off for October 7th. Now October 7th, the reason I'm pre-recording this is because I'm in London, but then LA and you know what your girl, yeah, she saw Stevie Nicks this week. I have so much to report on when I come back. As of the time this goes live, I will have checked off life bucket list, hopefully, and seen Stevie Nicks in person and... I'm just putting that out there. So October 7th, we have the day this podcast comes out, the moon is in Pisces, Libra sun, Pisces moon, dreamy. We have this till Saturday afternoon. This is a time to make art, create art, bring your life into balance through beauty. Make yourself a gorgeous ritual, spiritual bath, like do the candles, do the crystals, do the salts, like treat yourself like a goddess, right? Venus is beauty, goddess energy. Pisces is spiritual. Like do a ritual that makes you connect into that part of you that is beautiful from the etheric energetic space. We're going to look out for the Libra Pisces moon. We might feel a little bit wishy-washy. We might feel a little unclear. We're going to practice this being direct. If someone hurts your feelings or get upset, it's okay just to speak on them directly and with clarity and with compassion, of course, but it's okay for you to be direct those days. Just don't like wallow, don't pull back, don't escape from those uncomfy feelings. I want you to do something to feel them, move through them, communicate through them, okay? Then we have Saturday, moon moves into Aries. We have this and this leads us into our Sunday full moon at 4.54 p.m. Eastern time. 
Um, it's also my other little sister's birthday, Jackie Murphy, Libra, full moon birthday. What a blessing. And the Aries moon goes into Monday at 5.03 Eastern. So in this Aries moon weekend, we are doing something for ourselves. We're doing some self-care. We are honoring our inner fire somehow. We are maybe, yeah, having a date night, but we're picking the spot, okay? Because Libra sun, Aries moon, we are taking ourselves on a date night. We are like doing something that is really helping, again, stoke that inner flame. If you've been feeling a little extinguished in your flame, a little diminished, then use this weekend to get some of your fire back, honey. Okay, however that means to you, get a blowout, all right? Blow something up, burn it all down. As long as it's done safely, I give you permission. We're gonna look out for those days, just the temper. Sometimes the Aries moon days, we can feel impatient. We can feel uh, frustrated and that can lead us to like blowing up. We got some patience. Aries moon days is always the thing. Luckily, we have that Libra sun. We have Venus and Libra helping us out. Breathing into it, breathing into it, relaxing. And of course, like, yeah, you know, these Aries moon days, we have Jupiter there. Everything's amplified. Our feelings are amplified AF, especially the spicier ones. And then we have, you know, to help us ground into those feelings coming off that big wild full moon. This is the last full moon before eclipse season. We have Monday evening, moon in Taurus starts. And we have that Tuesday and we have that all day Wednesday. And those Taurus moon days, let's get into the body. Let's integrate. Let's ground down after I'm sure the full moon is going to light a bunch of you the F up on fire. And let's just feel into how we can take a deep breath, come back into our body, get a massage, work out, eat well, get a little sweat in, tend to the home, like get yourself grounding, get yourself organized again, get yourself feeling like, okay, like I'm here. Come back to your routines, back to your consistency. Taurus loves that. And we're just gonna look out for for those days, Libra and Taurus. Oh, first of all, Libra Taurus days, we should definitely be doing something sexy. Date night, self-date night. It's double Venus energy. Everything is beauty, love, crush, sweetness, energy. Like, holy shit, definitely make the most of that. Things you wanna look out for for those days is like almost only valuing ourselves based on our relationships and love. Like if you have a partner and they're a little salty those days, don't take it as a reflection on your self-worth. If you're single and all of a sudden you're like, oh, I'm single and like having one of those moments of like doubting yourself, please don't. Please sit yourself down and write a list of like 10 things that are amazing about you and why you're so amazing and why you're a catch. And then I want you to put on a little lipstick, do your hair in some way and go out and do something nice for yourself, okay? Get out of the house, do something, be seen, be the sacred flirt. And then we just have Thursday, the moon is in Gemini. Gemini moon days, you know, we have Mars is in Gemini. So Gemini Moon Days, we're feeling really social. We want to be out. We want to be clacking, connect with people, call up a friend, plan to meet up with someone for happy hour. You might have ideas coming forward. If you're writing something, pitching something, this is going to be a great day to do it. It's Jupiter Day. It's Gemini Moon Day. Obviously, with the Libra Sun, Gemini Moon, we have Venus in Libra. We have Saturn in Aquarius. We have the day, you know, this day, Mars and Moon in Gemini. It's a lot of air. Just like last week, we had a lot of air on Aquarius Moon Days. So I want you to breathe air. Yeah, deep breaths, deep breaths, deep breaths. Don't let the anxiety get the best of you. What do you do to calm your nervous system? Make a list. What are the things you do, right? Is it being mindfulness, meditation? Is there a practice? Is it getting into your body? Is it talking things out? Is it doing a brain dump in your journal? Remember those tools and lean on them with this Gemini Moon energy, okay? So that is your moon report. Before I get into 
this very special ask an Aries. So, you know, I, I asked a few of you on Instagram, like if you could ask an Aries anything, what would you want to ask? Because I don't give my Virgo advice and it's one kind of advice. And this is kind of a fun series. I should probably do like eventually with all the Zodiac signs, but listen, obviously I had to start with Aries first and I probably keep doing Aries for a while because I love Aries advice. My Pisces moon, cancer rising, Virgo self needs that, needs that boost of confidence, needs that Babbage energy, needs that permission to focus on self. And I think that's a lot of what this Aries full moon is telling us. Libra sun, Aries moon, balancing the me and the we, that is the theme of this full moon that goes down on October 9th. We're feeling it all. It's, you know, 4.54 p.m. We're feeling this into the themes of independence, interdependence, weaving them together. We're feeling our inner fire. We're feeling an initiation. We're feeling like being true to ourselves, taking the big leap, looking at the culmination of where we were six months ago, the beginning of Aries season, the beginning of the new zodiac year, the spring equinox, April 1st. What is coming to completion or closure? What was the full Jupiter journey you went on to trailblaze your own path, to do something for you? Look at where you have areas in your chart and now seeing with what you've gathered, what you've culminated, what's the next big leap? Because that's the Aries full moon wants you to be bold, wants you to jump risk. And obviously the Libra sun's like, okay, make sure like you're balanced, measured, you're packing snacks, you know, staying neutral, thinking of other people. But there's a beautiful energy and alchemy with both of these things, right? So this full moon is giving you a fully charged battery. That's what full moons are for your internal life force, for the thing that makes you, you, for your sense of self with a capital S, yourself, your higher self, your spiritual self, your soul, like what that spark, that fire, that light you came here to be, to follow, that's your guiding light. That's your biggest goal in this lifetime is to keep checking in with yourself and to follow that self, okay? So without further ado, let's cut to this amazing interview that I think you're going to absolutely be tickled with. And I will see you on the other side. I'll be back in person live. DM me at I am Maddie Murphy at the Cosmic Rx. If you have Cosmic Boss questions, if you have things coming up under the full moon, if you just want to say, hey girl, hey, and you know what I'm doing in the meantime, I'm wrapping you in stardust, in love, in magic, and reminding you that you deserve and you are ready for the hot sex and big fat juicy checks to come your way. Okay. Hello, my cosmic baddies. Today <laughs> we have like a, a treat. It doesn't even no. We have like a whole damn all you can eat gourmet buffet kind of extra little decadent thing to nibble on, feast on today. The full moon in Aries is coming up. And I was thinking like, I have things to say, but I feel like I should ask an Aries what they have to say about life. Many of you know, we started this podcast during Aries season. You know, I love a trip around the Zodiac wheel, but you know how I love Aries season. Why? To me, it really represents that bad bitch energy, getting laid, getting paid, owning your fucking most unique self. And also like standing up for the underdog and all that too, which people often forget about Aries. And many of you have heard me say that I have no Aries in my chart, which is probably why I 
love other Aries so much and love watching them and like trying to emulate and embody their energy and why I really need it. My like little Pisces moon cancer rising crybaby little bitch energy sometimes really needs that injection. And I always talk about, I learned it first and I learned it the best from my little sister, Gabby Murphy, aka Griffey 784 on the streets. So this is something I've been wanting to do for a while and it just felt like the most perfect timing. So I asked you all to submit some of your questions and some of your inquiries. What is the perspective you need? What is the question that is tickling your mind grapes that you need the Aries hellfire energy wisdom to rain upon you with? No, literally, I'm almost like shouldn't even introduce my sister because I feel like you're all gonna be like, um, we're good on you. Just more Gabby Murphy, please. She is the coolest. She is the baddest. Uh, without further ado. Hi, Gabby. Welcome. Hello, Cosmic Baddies. Thanks for having me. I'm very excited, but I'm also, I'm looking at, I'm a little sweaty. I'm a little sweaty. I'm definitely like nervous. Like, like, oh, like, uh, it's not the Leo energy. It's like the, uh, (laughs) but yeah, I'm very excited for these questions and I'm very excited to be on this podcast. Long time listener, long time fan. Gabby's listening to the OG podcast, aka just me rambling in our third floor attic. Okay, so. These questions, true in true me form, I haven't even like vetted these or edited these in any kind of way. I thought it was very Aries of me just to go in, right? Yes, I'm getting the rock and roll hand signs. Just like, let's go. So first up to bat, and this is the first one I saw. I'm not making this up. This is like top of the line here. So we have Jon Snow. Ooh. Love it it already. My boyfriend doesn't have a big enough package. Can I order a dildo? Absolutely. Get that dire wolf dildo. <laughs> Get it, honey. Get it. Huh. Absolutely. Why why I don't even understand the question. <laughs> like why not? Cuz also, okay. I guess like are you introducing it with your boyfriend? Is that the thing or like order it, enjoy it yourself. A 100% those private moments, darling, are like an absolutely necessary part of like a woman and a man's life and a day's life. Yeah. Anyone, everyone should have that connection with their body and what they need and what they desire. And that is also like lead to change and fluctuate. So you can also order it, try it out. And if you don't like it, try something else or enjoy it. If you want to introduce it with your partner, that's a separate discussion because that is definitely, you know, involving, I, I would go to Colin Bedell for that. Uh- <laughs> No, but that would require like beautiful, honest conversation about needs or experimentation and would require a level of like thoughtfulness and kindness and compassion with, but also like an adventurous spirit. I don't know if your partner has that or if they're a little bit more like also traditional, like there's a lot of things to weigh there. But if you're just like asking like, should I get it? Like, yes. And like you have the little drawer that like everyone knows, like you don't look in it. Like it's kind of like reading people's texts, like you don't do it unless you're ready to find out what's in there. You should also try other toys. You should experiment. You can also ask, like, have you ever wanted to have a toy? Like, men's toys are super fun. Super, super fun. Games are fun. Also, like, foreplay starts in the morning. The whole day. You can do so many fun things. But, yeah, definitely get the fucking dildo. That's a hard, strong yes from your Aries little sister. 
The long, hard yes to the dildo. We love it. Okay, next up. Having trouble setting boundaries with my boss. We have a few like kind of boundaries-esque things I, I snuck ahead a little bit. So having trouble setting boundaries with my boss, feel like every time I try to set them, they just don't listen. What to do? Interesting, interesting, interesting. Okay, I've had this issue before, actually. And sometimes I think what's so interesting about boundary setting or really trying to communicate to people that don't actually give a shit about your feelings or your boundaries is like, I read it once and by read it was probably a TikTok, but like, like, it was something like you state the boundary and then you live it. It's up to the other person to respond and react and da, 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 da. Like if you set the boundary and if you have set it clearly and intentionally and calmly, and again, professionally, your boss, they may have superiority like within the workplace, but it's still human to human. And it's also very jobs are transactional people. Always remember your job is transactional. You have a client, you have a boss. These are transactional relationships. If you set a boundary and they're not respecting it, it's up to you, baby girl. It's up to you. It's the Aries. Find that Aries within you because it's like me, me, me. I'm not responding to this email past 5 p.m. I'm not picking up the call on the weekend. You almost have to live the boundary. It's scary because then they might get mad or they might, I don't know, I doubt they'll take any punitive measures because I don't think they're even being mindful enough to like understand the boundary, if that makes sense. But once they actually have to live out the boundary that you have set, maybe it will click a bit more because I think it's really easy for people to pass over these conversations, these important conversations that are really important and hard for you. They're just like, yeah, 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 totally. Like weekend work sucks. And you're like, no, like I can't do it anymore. I'm going to burn out and I'm going to quit if I get to that point. You can't rely on this boss, obviously, to respect your boundaries. So you're going to start relying on yourself. You're going to start relying on yourself to like live the boundaries. Don't pick up the phone call on the weekends. Don't answer the email at 9 p.m. And like when you have that out of office message up, don't check it. And I know it's tempting. I know it's hard. And like you can check it, but maybe don't respond. Like you can decide. It's up to you to decide now how much you work. And like if you said the boundary, if you were clear, if you were respectful, you live it now. It's your boundary. It is your boundary. So I hope that helps. And like, I wish you the best because like shitty bosses are really, really shitty. So also like if it gets worse, like always look for something new, honey. That's another Aries thing. There's always something new around the corner. There's always something new around the corner. I love God. This is so good. This is why we ask in Aries. So someone says, not been feeling confident in my body lately. Any tips for getting back that natural fire, swagger, etc.? Well, I know you're beautiful. I like, I see you. And I think I'm like, damn, honey. Hey, hey, bartender, see that? See that fine thing at the end of the bar? Send one over for me. Okay. So I think, again, a lot of Aries advice is like, go within, find that voice, find that intuition. What makes you feel good? Like for me, there's like two things I know that like when I don't feel great in my body, it happens all the time. And it's really hard. We're living up to like, impossible societal expectations but also like i think bodies change not like you eat something weird you're bloated you're tired you're puffy certain time of the month you're just a completely different human being you walk in front of a bad mirror 
bad lighting. Like, what is this? Who did this? Who put this here? But yeah, I would say find something that speaks to you. But for me, it's definitely like putting on your favorite like album and rocking out to it. Like dancing really helps because there's something about connecting with your body in like with the rhythm, but also movement. And also like there's a like intrinsic sexiness in dancing. I'll go back to the the dildo question. Masturbation also really helps orgasms. Like Getting back into your body and seeing all the amazing things it can do and feel. Also, like, I hope I'm doing a good job, good job answering this because I know feeling at home in your body, it can be very, very hard and body dysmorphia is real. So I hope these are not coming off as like vapid, but like also like putting on a sexy outfit, like look at your closet and what's something you're like, damn, when this is on me, when this takes me from walking to strutting and wear it and then trust that you look amazing and then walk down the street knowing you look amazing, knowing you are the fire that like lights up this world. You are like, you are the thing that like keeps the world just moving and shaking. You're the spice. You are the adventure. You are the power. And bring that to like every element of your life that's feeling a little dull and eh. Like, yeah, take the walk to a strut. Start strutting. Start dancing. Hope that helps. But I know these things are a lot more complicated than just that. But if it's just a funk, that could work. But Oh, there's so many things. There's so I feel like I have a lot of compassion for these issues, but I think I think the strutting really helps. I remember once I was feeling down and I put on like I got way too dressed up for like going out like and like bought myself dinner, but I got like way too dressed up. But then like everyone was kind of looking at me in the bar and they were like, What is this woman doing? Like who's coming to meet her? And then like no one came to meet me because I was alone. And then like yeah, like the bartender bought my dinner. And I was like, oh, this is amazing. Like getting a little too dressed up kind of helps. Go for the glamour, go for the Marilyn Monroe, like just go there and just wear it, strut it, rock it. Amazing. I like that thing ticking, taking notes, like takes you from a walk to a strut. Yes, ma'am. Yes, dumb mommy, whatever you say. That is a great tip. Okay. So one I got a little garbled, but I think we understand what what's going on here with this message. How to move past other people's expectations of you, especially parents, etc. Disappointment. <laughs> All right, so there's like this little spot in my kitchen, and it's called the trash. Um, <laughs> you put it in the trash. You throw it the fuck away. But you know, like, and then you have to take the trash out. And then you have to like tip the like sanitation workers every year at Christmas because they took your trash away. Just take the trash away. Um, But taking the trash out is like a daily task, right? You can have a relationship with your parents. Do you hear that sigh, that audible sigh? It's like I've lived it. Um, (laughs) It's like I've lived it. Like the disappointments you have with the people that are closest and most intimate to you, especially people that aren't as easy to write off, maybe say a boss where you can find a new job or a lover who's disappointing and you can find another. Um, With your family, it's you don't have another. So you choose them and you fight for them. But when they disappoint you, it's like, damn, take the time to process it, take the time to feel it and heal it and like do what you need to do with those feelings. But then there's a point where you put it in the trash and you just recognize that like these folks might not change. And our relationship might not change. I choose to choose them. It's my choice. I choose to stay in their lives because it's my choice. But 
all this disappointment that comes with it, I'm like going to actively like brush it aside and throw it out because it's not serving me. There's a point where like holding on to it is the detriment. Finding more love in it or something like finding the love you need in that disappointment might not happen. So you can throw it away. You can throw it away. Can you repeat the question one more time? Because this is a heavy one. How to move past expectations from other people, parents, etc. disappointments. And especially expectations. Oh my God, they're not even yours. Throw them away. If you have a garbage disposal, even better. Get a little churn, go like chop it all up, wash it away. Yeah, their expectations, like, oh my God, fuck that fuck that. I thought we were talking about like disappointments in family. I'm like, oh, expectations? Like, oh yeah, no, go fuck yourself. Go fuck yourself. Expectations are like assholes. Everyone has one and no one wants to take care of their own. (laughs) I don't know. Projection. (laughs) Okay. So this next one is, I've been working really hard on setting my boundaries, trying to flex my throat chakra, but whenever I try and stand up to someone at work, they put someone's name, so someone at work, I start feeling choked up and like I'm going to cry. How do I move past this to own my bad bitch? This, I relate to this question. Also, this might be like terrible advice. This is why I did not go into human resources. <laughs> um, because I know that choked up feeling and it's so disorienting and it's so like, you just feel like that like little kid again, but that little kid in the way of like, it's like a full body experience of like, you're about to cry and your eyes will, but then like your limbs get heavy and you're just kind of like, it's a total like adrenal response. Like it's, it's heavy. And I just answer crying. You can fucking scream. I think people sometimes, if someone's like kind of clearly bullying you or pushing past your boundaries or pushing past your comfort zone, you can fucking scream. You can say something inappropriate and then deal with the consequences later because you've clearly tried to like communicate effectively. I'm trying to like calmly put this into place or I'm trying to like reach you on a like mature level. A lot of people aren't mature. A lot of people don't give a shit about other human beings. So the only way you can get through to these people is just put on your alpha dog outfit and be like, Johnny, like Johnny in finance, like I honestly don't give a shit about your fantasy football team. I'm done. I am trying to get this presentation done for my three o'clock meeting with the director of consumer affairs. Like, please get out of my office. Get the fuck out of my office. And sometimes like that's what Johnny fantasy football needs to hear because that's what they're used to. That's what they were raised with. That's what they are like conditioned to respond to. So you also can like, sometimes I mirror people's behavior. How they treat me is how I treat them. I've like taken like a service job this summer and I sometimes get these older men who are just archetypal Long Island, almost like, I don't even know, they're assholes. And they respond to asshole behavior. So I have to put on that persona. And all of a sudden, then they're chuckling. Then they're having a good time. And I'm not, I do not like this. I wish it was different. But it's better than them walking all over me. That's for sure. That's what I won't take. So I'd say, like, whoever this person is at work, they're not respecting your boundaries. They don't respect you. It means you don't have to respect them. You don't have to respect their boundaries. You don't have to respect... 
the socialized conditioning we have received in order to like live as a civil society, a human to human, if they don't respect it, why do I? Take it, Johnny. If you want to dish it out, you better be ready to take it. Something tells me Johnny is not going to be able to take it. And you know what, Johnny? Your fantasy football team sucks. So perfect. Okay, moving on. This is great. So now we have some, like a few love questions. There, the, the first one is so hilariously broad that I like that this person put the like laughing emoji. Like I get that this is a ridiculous question, but I respect it. They just go, what the F is going on with my love life? Honey, same. <laughs> Honey, same. I think of all these questions, I think the common theme is like, interacting with humans is just so hard. Uh, it's just so hard. Interpersonal relationships are fucking hard. And also like stepping up to the plate every single time, like even confronting that Johnny character, like I don't even have the energy for this. I don't want to do this, but you're making me or like i like go out on a date it's really fun but then like you get so weird afterwards by either not responding or responding too much and it's just like all too much yeah love is hard but i don't know always choose you choose you choose what makes you happy without like being harmful or hurtful to other people if you want to go on the date if you want to cancel last minute that's okay like if you want to like if you want to date multiple men at a time as long as you're kind of like clear and open about that do that and then like, oh, I'll just like get the big dildo. Okay. So now this one's going to be bringing it down a little bit more personal, <laughs> but because I know your birth chart, <laughs> someone goes, I have my Venus and Aries exclamation. Tell me something amazing about that placement. And you have a, yes. Okay. She wants the mic. Gimme, gimme, gimme. Venus and Aries. We're fun. Okay. We're fucking fun. We bring the spice. Not only the bedroom, but like like Venus, it's like all about it's about love, but it's also about life. It's about every moment. It's about we we make it so tasty. We can make the mundane fun. We can make like oh like we have to drive like three states across for your like family reunion. You're like all right, I'm gonna make a sick playlist. I found all like the restaurants we should stop along the way, and here's some like here's a romantic like overnight stay, and then like. We're going to book a little extra time at the end to like decompress after that like nightmare of a weekend. Yeah, no, Venus and Aries, it's also uh, pretty direct. I'd say like a not so fun time. It's like people aren't ready for it or they don't know how to like, again, dish it back a little bit. Like sometimes I think we can get drained by always initiating the fun, always initiating the sexy, always like being like in love with love or in love with life. And then sometimes it's like you're not with a partner who can really like bolster that you can start feeling like the battery will get drained quick and that's why I always kind of come back a lot of my advice is like coming back to yourself and like recharging yourself don't pour too much into another person unless they are like fully it's a very reciprocal infinity loop of energy exchange like be careful there but yeah Venus and Aries so much fun a little dangerous though it's kind of like it can get a little like, oh, we're driving real fast through this road trip because we're hitting every stop. We're hitting all the places and now we're just driving too fast. <laughs> now we're like, and now we're, or like, oh, we stayed too late. Now we missed the reunion. You're like, oh shit, we had too much fun. And now like everyone's calling us like, where are you? Uncle Bob's retirement party's on hold. And you're like, oh, oh, sorry. We got stuck at this like sexy cabin. Oh fuck, we're on our way. Bye. 
someone who's been on the other side of your Venus and Aries, that is all accurate. Being in the passenger seat, like this is literally so much fun. You're finding all the ways to make it like spicy and interesting, but then also like, oh shit, where were we supposed to be going? Like <laughs> we missed our exit. Like 50 miles ago. My Aries, my Venus and Aries, you get me into trouble and I love it. And the GPS off to be spontaneous. Yeah. <laughs> trying an atlas for the first time. Oh my goodness. Okay. I love these. Thank you. Thank you all for submitting these. You're so cute. Now, this is actually like just for another sign. And the fire sign wants to get in the mix because, you know, said ask an Aries, but obviously another fire sign was. Yes. Let's see. Yes. No. <laughs> And they said, best, <laughs> best way for a Leo <laughs> to keep, <Shocking. laughs> Absolutely. To keep but I appreciate the question, to keep their vibration high, like to stay in the high end of Leo. Okay. High end of Leo? High end of Leo. Let's see. I think the high end of Leo, let me think on this one a little bit because I'm not as like, Everything I've learned about astrology, I've learned through Maddie, so it, t- it takes a little longer to like download. <laughs> Clearly, I'm not a professional. I'm like, give me a minute. <laughs> the high end of Leo. Okay, so Leos, they burn bright and they also like, you know, it's the kind of the quintessential like life of the party, they're courageous and da da. And I think it's kind of like a little bit of the Aries fire too. Is like you cannot forget about the little people. You cannot forget. I hate saying like little people, but like you can't forget about the underdog. You can't forget about the person. If you're the life of the party, like find the person who doesn't have anyone to talk to. Mm-hmm. Like if you're if you're a Leo and you're naturally super comfortable jumping into like any situation, or you're super brave and you're always like going on to the like next thing, and you're just I always think just kind of like life of the party energy, like Mm. look for the person who doesn't have that and needs a little bit of bolstering and needs a cheerleader and needs your light because I'm sure you'll learn something from them. Mm. And then it's, again, that's reciprocal exchange. You'll learn something from them. And they also like, again, talk about like partnerships and bonding and building and like they might not even like continue to bolster you up. But like Look for the person who doesn't have your gifts and share your gifts in order to make them more comfortable and feel more secure in themselves. Because I I love a Leo. I love that secure in self and that confidence. But if you don't share it with other people, if you don't reach out and make those connections, then you're just kind of arrogant, like really annoying, really. (laughs) And it can get like that toxic. It can get that like sticky, like, ugh. Um, But I think, yeah, reaching out and sharing your gifts as a Leo gorgeous Gorgina we love that response like that's a good one I'm like putting that in my repertoire I'll be stealing that and I'll quote Gabby credit due Gabby Murphy uh, 2002 so okay this is uh, I like this question and I don't even know if this person knew we were doing this for the full moon but they said what is it about opposite signs and what we can learn from them. So what can you learn? What can Aries learn from like Libra energy? This is such a beautiful question because our next sister in line is a Libra. And I feel like she was straight up given to me. If I was given to Maddie for lessons, Jackie Murphy was given to me for lessons. Jackie Murphy are like Queen Libra. Libra, they are about justice. They are about balance. They are about like, there's a beauty and a grace to them that 
I sometimes lose as an Aries because if we're cutting through all the bullshit and like getting right to it, like the Libras are like, let's think about it. <laughs> let's think, but we can still make it beautiful, fun, light, and great. Like we can still make it a process. Like again, I think about Platinum Joe, Life Wizard Joe, Libra. Again, like he can kind of like gauge things in a way that's like, okay, let's cool off. Like he's. <laughs> In so many words, I said that to me in a conversation. <laughs> like, okay, let's pull it back a little bit. But I think Maddie once taught me that the Aries is the I and the Libra is the we. So again, I think the individuality or the sense of self that Aries has this, again, this like innate confidence we have in like the beat of our own drum. Libra takes that to the bigger collective. And what's more valuable than that? Because like I said earlier, you can help yourself all in it. But if you're not like sharing it with people, if you're not bringing it out and you're not bringing people with you in your strength and in your lessons and in your whatever clarity you've gained, whatever lessons, if you're not sharing that, like you're not doing anything, sweetie, you need to build a community. You need to help others. You need to bring things to the bigger stage, not for your own like sense of self, but for other people's betterment. We are only as good as like the person at the bottom whoever is there we need to bring up with us otherwise what are we doing what are we doing but the the libra always teaches me that jackie she was a teacher she was a public school teacher jackie was and is like the true warrior for everyone and everyone's soul and i'm always looking to her for guidance on that so i love my libras we love that libra aries access so much goodness so much caring about others truly and I just love opposite signs. You just know. It's like a seesaw. Like, we've gone whoop, too far in that direction. Go back to the Aries. But there's this, like, seesaw, the thing that you share. Give me back the mic. Because um, then I think I'm here to teach Jackie. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Fuck the rest. Look out for yourself. No, but there are sometimes people will take advantage. And, like, you got to look out for that. It's kind of like we want to help everyone. But you got you need your street smarts. You need your kind of, like, that's some bullshit. And I'm going to call you out as an act of love like i am calling you out johnny johnny in the finance department i'm calling you out because what are you doing brother you have a report to at the end of the day too get the fuck out of my office go 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 and yeah a sense of self but yeah also the, the aries helps the libra too like you're overthinking this <laughs> let's go let's go fucking johnny just this guy. I'm sick of his bullshit. <laughs> okay, so I have two final questions. We'll wrap up. Okay, so obviously you're in Aries post Saturn return. Is there any advice you would give to yourself or like maybe any Aries headed into their Saturn return? This is a kind of a big question, but <laughs> she, she's just closing her eyes and be like, give me the mic. <laughs> Your intuition is God. Follow God. <laughs> your intuition is God. Your intuition is your Holy Spirit. And follow the Spirit, young child. Um, yeah, I would say the things I knew going through my Saturn return, I tried to game it. <laughs> <laughs> I tried to outsmart it. <laughs> I like had some in- I had some intuitive like tugs and i was like okay i'm gonna like 
I'm going to problem solve this. I'm going to, I'm going to figure it out. I'm going to scrap together a plan. And now on the other side, I'm like, oh, or I could have just cut ties with all the lies that you've been living with. And I'd say just like follow your intuition. Come back however you choose to do it, however it feels like home to you, come back to yourself. Learn how, I think your Saturn return is a wonderful time to truly connect with yourself and truly connect with what it means to come back to yourself. How do you find your intuition? How do you find that gut feeling? How do you find that voice inside you that knows better than anybody else, that knows what you need and how you need to do it in order to get it done? And that looks different for everyone. But I think if you cultivate that gift, if you cultivate that skill, you're set for life. You're set for life. Because you don't owe nobody nothing but yourself. That's a Stephanie Daniele quote. She's a Scorpio. She's up next. Oh my God. Yes. I just want to interview everyone in our family on this pod. Um, okay. Actually, I'm, this is a personal question. Just going off of that. Could you give people an example of what it means or looks like for you to follow your intuition? Because that's a question I get asked a lot. It's like, same thing with the boundaries. People are always like, break it. Can you break that down for me a little bit? or And just from your personal experience, because it's different for everyone. Yeah, I think, so like intuition is there. You can sometimes hear it as a quiet voice or it's this like gnawing feeling inside of you that like, this is bad. This isn't working. This job sucks. My boss is a dick. But then you kind of like, your other voice tells you like, oh, well, you need a job. You need to pay the rent. Oh, like, oh, well, what are you going to do after? I'm like, mm, like, well, you worked really hard at this job. So, like, stay. Or, like, same thing with relationships. Like, no, this person is great and I love them. But, like, why am I so unsettled? Why do I feel so, like, unsafe? Why do I feel so unhappy? And, da, 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 da. and just, like, listen to that intuition and then you can work through it. It doesn't happen overnight. It's not like you get, like, boom, like, bah, like, it's kind of the intuition of like knowing and figuring it out and figuring it out. But then there is that moment, there's that day where you're like, you send the resignation letter, you have the hard conversation, you pack that bag with your favorite sexy outfit that taught you to strut and you get the fuck out and you start over and you start over in a way that feels so good for you. And it's scary and it's hard and you feel like a serious, total fuck up. <laughs> and you feel like, like, oh, like, we have to remember, like, before, the, like, if you burn it all down, the phoenix will rise, but it comes out as, like, a really, like, bald, weird baby bird first. Like, you remember that in Harry Potter? You're like, oh, like, that's the phoenix after the fire? Like, ooh. Like, ooh. I think cultivating your intuition, and I think as you get older, it gets easier. You take on less abuse. You see the red flags earlier. And that's why, like, for every wrinkle I have, I wouldn't. I'm like, I'm like, fuck it. I would take this, this cultivation of intuition is more valuable than any, any man-made gift, any man-made, I don't know. I would not cash this in for anything. Knowing that voice and knowing yourself is the ultimate prize. And it takes a life. It takes a lifetime. It takes a lifetime. But I think your Saturn return is like the first real test. And you don't get it right the first time or the second time or the third time, but it gets easier and you get more and more confident in yourself. And confidence is like an overused word, but like the embodiment of confidence, it's amazing how then everything aligns. 
because you are a whole in yourself. And yeah, you may have thrown it all away. Yeah, you may have burned it all down. But when you walk in the room, people know that's a woman who knows herself. Um, and that's on that. Okay. Um, well, this is a, luckily I that was going to be the second to last question because so we can't really go on much more after that. Just clutching my pearls, waving my church fan. I'm like, ooh, I am feeling that. That was a whole sermon. Thank you. We'll be passing around the collection plate uh, for Gabby Murphy. So last question, just uh, from me to you, just, you know, ending, I'll channel my own areas and ask my own damn question at the end. Mm. What is one thing, and you have to pick one thing, there's many, that you just really fucking love about yourself? Um, I love my intuition. <laughs> no, let's see. Let's see. Let's pick a new one. Um, let's go down the list. What do I really love about myself? Hmm. I like like my zest for life, but it's not in this like ostentatious, like wander lusty kind of way. Like I don't like, I'm like not da da da, but it's this like day to day, moment to moment. Fuck yeah, we're doing it. <laughs> like, Wow, the Amazon packages arrived. Like, let's go. <laughs> oh, my gosh, these dirty dishes. Like, such a drag, right? <laughs> like, I think it's this ease and the zest. And then when I'm at most home, when I'm feeling at most home and most safe and most secure and happiest, it's like, I have that. And that is also, like, a part of your intuition of, like, find yourself. When you Again, when you find yourself and you know yourself, you can almost, like, miss that about, like, mm-hmm. You come to miss the best parts of yourself, and then you know something's wrong. You know you have to quit the job. You know you have to leave the lover. You know you have to move. You know you have to, like, cut that toxic person out. Like, because you start missing, like, the best parts of yourself. And, like, when I'm happiest, when I'm wholest, like, I am full of life. And there's been so many times where I was, like, depressed or in a really dark spot and da 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 And I was like, what happened to Gabby? Like, where'd she go? Like, what happened? <laughs> Like the Amazon packages are here and we're not even excited. The dirty dishes are just dirty. <laughs> it's just also sad. And then you have to really come back. You have to come back to something like, okay, like what's really going on? What's going on? Like, why are you so tired, baby? Why are you so tired? <laughs> but yeah, the zest for life, zest for life. But I, I will admit that's not like a constant state. It's something you have to kind of like, yeah, you have to hunt. You also have to enjoy when it's here and when it's not there, you have to respect it. You are really good at that. You definitely romanticize life. And you every moment, like, living with you, I'm like, everything feels so fun and magical and, and like, a little mundane or, like, special. That was good. That was very, I appreciate that. That was very well thought out. And, again, shout out back, another teaching moment, to another way of knowing about following your intuition. Like, when you don't learn about yourself, how you feel, and then when you don't feel that way, it's, like, a sign that something has to be, like, changed or recalibrated. She's always there. Do you see why we had to ask in Aries today? Do you see why Mama Moon was like, bitch, ask your Aries sister. She's right there. She has things to tell us. Okay, so Gabby, wrapping up, thank you so much for doing this. I'm sure we're going to have to do a part two because I feel like people are like, wait, oh, I didn't know we're going to ask Gabby Murphy questions. Like people from like my high school are going to start coming out of the woodwork. So are you open to like people finding you on Instagram if they wanted to like follow up here or you tell me? The only thing I literally say anytime someone wants to follow me on Instagram is like, you will see my boobs. 
And like, just like, just so you know, just so we're all in like in a healthy state of consent. Uh, but yeah, my, my Instagram, because yeah, colleagues are like, oh, what's your Instagram? I'm like, you sure? You sure, honey? Because also I outgrew that whole like social media, clean up your social media so your employees don't know you like drink beer. Like, <laughs> like I'm like, no, like there are some burlesque photos. Like you know, we voted. We got Biden in the um. There's boobs everywhere. There's boobs everywhere. Um, it's a political statement. Yeah, you can find me on Instagram at Gurfy seven eight four. Gurfy as in Gabby Murphy. G U R P H Y seven eight four. Damn. I mean, I have never just wanted to go follow someone so fast, <laughs> and that was just a glowing endorsement for what has otherwise turned into a roaring dumpster fire of a social media app so you're welcome zuckerberg kirby is doing the lord's work bringing people back to instagram i love it that was just aries responses to the very end so thank you gabby thank you Gurfi. thank you to our aries quan thank you to all of you for tuning in and i just hope you took something today you can just put it in your pipe and smoke it and just you know, burn, or burn it all down. Burn it all down like the Aries <laughs> would recommend. Dumpster fire we're walking away from. All right. We started. Bye. Oops. Oops. Do you love getting your Cosmic RX for the week here and want more? Make sure to sign up for our premium subscription so you can get exclusive access to bonus podcast episodes, all of my astrology info for the month ahead, and live new and full moon calls to help you manifest your dream life with an intentional international community of other cosmic baddies. Sign up through our link in show notes. Thank you so much for listening to this episode. If you want to know more about Cosmic Rx, head on over to thecosmicrx.com. And if you really love this show, I'd love it if you left a rating and review on Apple Podcasts or wherever you listen to podcasts. I super love hearing from you and reading your reviews. All right, you Cosmic Baddie, tune in next week. And until then, remember, love yourself fully, work your magic, and take no shit.